Hey friend, welcome to Self Transformed, a podcast redefining self-care through simple fitness, nutrition, and mindset habits. I'm your host, Emily Nichols, certified personal trainer, Whole30 coach, and Taco Tuesday enthusiast. (laughs) Hey, I know the struggle is real when it comes to taking care of you. I too am a busy working mom who felt physically and emotionally drained until I took action on my own transformation journey. I finally found the solutions to feeling confident and living a healthy lifestyle that doesn't feel hard. And now I'm on a mission to equip you with sustainable tools to help transform your life from the inside out, guilt free. Together, we will simplify your health and fitness into daily habits that don't feel like another thing on your long to-do list, but daily actions that light you up instead. So if you're ready to redefine self-care and step into your own self-transformation, then let's do this. You're listening to episode 103 of Self-Transformed. Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to continue our Whole30 theme the whole month of July here on the show. This is something that changed my life and my husband, actually my whole family's life, back in 2015. So if you're tired of dieting, If you're tired of feeling guilty when you eat food, if you want to be able to have tacos and chocolate chip cookies and still feel your best, then Whole30 might be a really great reset for you. If you're not sure what it is, it's a 30-day elimination protocol. So you take away certain foods that are known to be troublesome, either physically or emotionally, mentally for for folks, and then you systematically reintroduce those foods after 30 days. Oh, Big thing about the Whole30, no scale. No weighing yourself for 30 days. Oh my gosh, you guys, that's kind of the hardest part for some of my clients when they go through Whole30 with me. And I get it. We get so reliant on that scale, but we'll really focus on some non-scale victories, okay? This is what helped me find my own version of food freedom. And I want you to be able to enjoy tacos and chocolate chip cookies like I do without the guilt anymore. You know, have a couple of cookies, not the whole package. Have a margarita or two, not a whole pitcher, and then feel like crap physically and mentally the next day, okay? So if you're interested in learning more, you can go and learn a little bit more about my Whole30 Anytime course. You can go to bit.ly slash Whole30 anytime and learn a little bit more about this course. It's me as your virtual coach. I have a video for every single day of your Whole30. um, Before even the reintroduction, we help you with prep, figuring out how to keep this simple and sustainable to help you get all the way through your 30 days and most importantly through your reintroduction as well so you have that data to have with you moving forward. And the whole month of July, since I'm so excited about talking about Whole30 all month, uh, if you use the code JULYWHOLE30, all one word, all caps at checkout, I'll give you 50 bucks off the course, okay? So head there to bit.ly slash Whole30 anytime to learn a little bit more. So also another housekeeping item before we get into this interview with my friend Karen. So every month I host a mini workshop within the Self-Transformed community on Facebook. This month I am hosting that workshop on Wednesday, 
July 21st at 9 a.m. Eastern. You can just go to bit.ly slash self-transformedfam, just F-A-M, because we are family over there. (laughs) But um, if you can't watch it live, don't worry out. You'll be able to catch the replay over there as well. But we're going to do a mini workshop about easy meal prep for busy women. So I've been chatting with the girls in the group. Um, but just around food the past couple of weeks. And that seems to be a really big challenge for everybody. So I feel like I've gotten this down to a science over the years. And I want to be able to share those simple um, tips with you. So with these mini workshops, they are 15 minutes or less. It's just a quick video with me just chatting like girlfriends, just learning a little bit more about some tips to help you feel your best from the inside out. So invite a friend and just go to bit.ly slash fam. It's a free community. You can join us over there to join that mini workshop. So stay tuned because we host one every month. So let's get into our conversation today with my friend Karen. She is one-fourth of the team at Black Girls Who Hold 30. I love these ladies. I love the content they put out there. Like you will just like be hungry <laughs> looking at their Instagram account. But I really wanted to bring Karen on to be able to talk about her tips to have a successful Whole30. And she has done that through really focusing on community, but also real really still honoring her culture while still doing a Whole30 through food, right? Food is very, it brings people together. You know, usually when you gather with your family, there's traditional foods you have as well. And I really loved Karen's perspective on a couple of different things. So she is Nigerian American. She is in Dallas, Texas, and she is presently a practicing pediatrician there as well. So we talk about honoring her Nigerian um, culture through food and how she was still able to honor that culture while doing the whole 30 and the impact of community and how that has helped her um, through her whole 30. Being a practicing um, pediatrician, I was really interested to hear her take on nutrition just from, you know, our own experience. You know, when we first did a Whole30, my husband wasn't sleeping very well at the time I've shared this story. And you can look back on previous episodes. I actually, he's been the only guy on my show and he shared his story. But he was going through a period of his life where he was struggling physically and mentally and coming off night shift work. And our doctor just kept prescribing various sleep medications for him. And if you've ever been on a sleep medication, oh my gosh, it does crazy things to you. And it really wasn't like true sleep. It was like a drugged up four hour rest. And after he did the whole 30, he started sleeping better and he started moving his body more and the sleep just kept getting better and better. And our doctor was just shocked like, oh, that's what helps you like sleep better, not the medication. So I was just really interested to hear her perspective on nutrition and the Whole30 being a doctor as well. So get a pen and paper handy. This is a really great episode. There's a lot of really great tips in here if you're considering doing the Whole30, either on your own or with me through my Whole30 Anytime course. But Karen has some great tips today that you're really going to want to write down. So sit back and relax. Let's get into today's episode. All right, gang. Thanks so much again for tuning in to Self Transformed. I'm so excited this month. We're focused on Whole30 all this month, and I'm so excited to talk with my friend, Karen Anyiri Oha. Karen, thank you so much for having the show. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited. I'm so excited to dig into this conversation with you. I found you just on Instagram in the Whole30 world and all of your, your friends running um, Black Girls Who Whole30. So I'm so excited to 
have other people hear a little bit more about your story. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Um, yeah, so I'm like one fourth of Black Girls Who Hold 30. And it kind of literally started a year ago. So last year during the pandemic, you know, we were all at home. Um, I think me and the three girls that I'm actually running the page with, we were just all kind of talking about how we were doing really bad when it comes to like our nutrition. Um, and we were all looking for something different. Um, we had our different reasons of wanting to like reset. So I was kind of like, hey, how about we do Whole30? Um, and we did it together the month of June and it, it just ended up being a really great experience. And so after we kind of were done with it, we were kind of like, dang, we need to get more people to do this with us. And that's kind of how like the page came. Yeah, I love that. Well, it's kind of like you've kind of made a movement in itself. You know, like you said, everyone joined doing the Whole30 for their own reasons. What was your reason for wanting to do the Whole30 and kind of how this transformed um, your direction in life? So for me, um, especially because, you know, with the pandemic, everything shutting down, um, I'm a pediatrician, so I was working still. Nothing really changed for me. Things actually, if anything, picked up. Um, and so things got really busy. Of course, parents have a lot of questions. They're really concerned about like how COVID would affect their kids. And then at the same time, we're trying to do well child checks. At the same time, babies are still being born. So work actually increased for me. So my stress level increased. And so with that, um, I found myself, I wasn't working out as much. So instead of being active, I was dealing with stress by eating and snacking more. So I was snacking during lunch, in between patients. And then I was just feeling really like fatigued. I was feeling tired. I was feeling bloated um, on top of that stress. And so I just kind of knew that I needed to change my nutrition. And in the past, when I had done Whole30, I knew kind of like the benefits I had from that. And I needed like something like really controlled and something to kind of like focus on and like set a goal to kind of get me back in line. So that's yeah. kind of why I decided to do it. Yeah. Has it changed your perspective on nutrition coming from a doctor's perspective? It has. It definitely has. Um, because, you know, as a pediatrician, we're always talking about all the food groups, how much you of this you should have, how much carbs, how much veggies, how much fruits, how much milk, you know, these are things we talk about constantly. And so then when I get to like my teenagers who are like overweight, and they're trying to look for something to kind of help them. And I'm always talking about how like fat diets don't work. And it's not the healthiest thing to do. You shouldn't skip meals, you know, and but they're always looking at me as like, but what is it can I do? Like, what? if you give me a game plan, you know, I can follow it. And so I've actually kind of like introduced the concept of Whole30 to them, kind of tell them like what the concepts are as far as like um, decreasing sugar intake, which I'm always talking about anyway. So now eliminating it completely, um, decreasing dairy, you know, all the, all the guidelines that come with Whole30. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe about five of my patients have done it and they have... I have seen a big transformation, um, not even just in their weight, but in like their lab work, you know, mm -hmm. because, you know, being overweight does affect a lot of our organs, not just like high blood pressure. It can also lead to fatty liver disease or, um, you know, you can be pre-diabetic. So for the patients that have decided to try, I have seen significant improvements in their lab, lab work. So that always makes me happy to see. 
yeah, that's cool to see like the actual data too, not just right. like, oh, I feel good or maybe I lost a few pounds. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's so cool. And especially to teach them that at a young age, you're really instilling some healthy habits into their right. brain for sure. Exactly. And it's really the habits, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, um, I had one patient who was just like eating salads and wasn't losing weight, right? And she was getting very frustrated. And then we used to, I sit down and be like, okay, what are you putting in your salad? And it turns out that her salad is just the same amount of calories as like a hamburger, right? And so I think it's like not knowing like what to really eat. And I think the concept of like to eat healthy is to just eat lettuce. And that's not the case, you know? And so being able to educate them of, you can basically eat the same things you're eating, but we can make it in a healthier way. Exactly. So you should still be able to enjoy food and then feel good at the same time. Mm, I love that. That's the key. Still enjoying food. Right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we all love food. We want to make sure it's fun for sure. Exactly. You know, it's interesting when my husband and I did our first whole 30 in 2015, he, he had come off um, from a lot of um, shift work. So he was working e- nighttime, daytime, second shift. So his sleep was messed up for a long time mm-hmm. that affected him physically and mentally as well as, you know, if you don't get sleep for long periods of time consistently, it's, it wrecks havoc on you. But we had gone to the doctor and talked about different things that we could do to help him sleep. And he was, right. you know, and after he had done um, the whole 30 and he actually did some acupuncture as well to um, get, we tried everything. We were doing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he went back to, um, our, um, family care physician and he was like, Oh, what is this whole 30? Like he was just blown away. Like, Oh, you changed the way you ate and you were doing some naturopathic things. And wow. What? I didn't even think of that. (laughs) And it was just so interesting. And I hope more medical professionals, you know, as you are doing are able to be like, well, let's reevaluate, you know, the way you're thinking about the way you eat instead of pyramid and here's what you need to eat. Cause we got to take it a little deeper level with people for sure. Right. And it's really education and changing the mindset. Cause you know, for my kids who are in like middle school or uh, elementary school is really educating their parents because everything that they're eating is coming from their parents, you know? And I would say sometimes like, you know, parents will complain like, Oh, they eat cookies all the time. And then I'll say like, well, if we don't buy it, they can't have it, you know? So if there's other options, and they're really hungry, you know, like they're going to eat what's available to them. Yeah. Yeah. These kids don't have jobs. They're not grocery shopping and going and getting all the cookies. Mom and dad are. That part. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, let me ask you this, Karen. So you, do you feel like it was easier to do the whole 30 on your own or with your friends? Definitely with my friends. I, I did it alone in 2017 when I was a resident and it was a struggle. I mean, just being a resident in general and working crazy hours, I don't really, and I'm someone who really likes to challenge myself. And so I think I just added that on top of all the stuff I was dealing with. And during that time, I definitely did not enjoy doing Whole30. And so it makes sense that the next time I did it was in 2020. <laughs> and so I did it with my friends and it was just such a different experience, you know, just to have being able to go through this process with someone and encouraging each other. And when there was temptations, we would text each other and then, you know, kind of give each other like, okay, instead of doing this, think about doing this and, you know, send each other motivational quotes. Um, When we would cook something good, we would share with each other and be like, oh, send me that recipe. So it was just, it was definitely, 
I would definitely recommend doing it with someone, having an accountability partner or just someone that you can encourage and who can encourage you. Agreed. My first whole 30 was with my husband, which that could work out for some people or not, (laughs) but I needed that accountability. I was the type of person where I'd start something on a Monday and Friday, I'd be done, just done with Mm -hmm. it. So it's nice having that accountability. And I love that you guys were sharing recipes and not just like, Karen, put down the cookie. You know? Right, exactly, exactly, right. <laughs> I love that. Well, I love your Instagram account because you guys share beautiful, and you guys are doing a Whole30 right now, right? Yes, we are, day 19. <laughs> oh, girl, how's it going? It's actually going good. Um, we've decided to do it different this time around where we each take a week and take over the page because um, for the most part, it's me handling it and they'll send me co- content and then I'll just kind of repost it for all of us um but this time I was like okay let's each take a week you know and then it's it's been an experience but it's definitely (laughs) still been fun (laughs) that's fun well I love the recipes all of you are posting and I want to know how do you switch up recipes we talked about this before to still represent your family or culture, but keep them in the whole 30 world. I think that's really hard to do, mm-hmm. especially with other family members. Cause they're like, this is not how you make this recipe or you're like exactly. not doing it justice anymore. So how do you, right. how do you mix up those recipes to make them whole 30, but still have that, you know, that nostalgia and feeling of your family and culture. So I will say it is, in the beginning, it was a little bit of a struggle because, you know, anyone is resistant to change, especially when it comes to like cultural food, Mm -hmm. because, you know, things taste a certain way and you, it must taste this way for it to be good. And so it honestly took a lot of like trial and error on my part to figure out ways to make common dishes that I enjoy from like, I'm Nigerian. Um, And so one of the things we really like to make is stew, right? And so stew can either be done with beef, chicken, um, goat meat, just depending on like your, how you're feeling, but it's the oils that you use, um, that can make it non-whole 30, the type of seasoning, you know, when you're using certain like Beyond cubes or like Maggie cubes, is kind of what we use. Uh-huh. And then, um, it's usually those two things, everything else for the most part, like they're using veggies, like tomatoes, they're using red, but red bell peppers, onions, like all those, of course, because they're like veggies, those are fine, but it's what you're seasoning it with. And so it was me figuring out the combination of seasonings to get it to taste like my mom's basically. And so I made stew not too long ago that was Whole30 compliant, but didn't tell anyone. I just made it. And so then, of course, me, I'm eating it with like cauliflower rice or like spinach and they're eating it with white rice. Right. And so they couldn't tell the difference, you know, because, you know, once you figure out the seasoning portions and you can kind of go forward from that. I love that. I love you didn't tell them. <laughs> I didn't. I usually don't. I'll cook and then just let them eat. And if they'd be like, oh, this is good. I'll be like, oh, that's so dirty. Yes. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Well, and it's just changing the way you think about food. I think, like you said earlier, a lot of people think eating healthy means having salads, but you can still have foods that mean a lot to you right. and just do out simple swaps. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree. What has been your biggest takeaway from doing the Whole 30s, Karen? Hey gang, cutting in real quick to tell you about my favorite meal delivery service, Cooked. 
They are a Chicago-based meal delivery service, and let me tell you, my family is obsessed. So Cooked offers chef-crafted meals that are cooked simply with only the purest ingredients, and they have three different meal types. So they have signature whole food meals, plant-based vegetarian meals, and even better, Whole30 approved meals. They're an official Whole30 approved meal delivery service. In my husband's last round of his Whole30, this was a game changer. It made his Whole30 even easier, and me too, so I wasn't cooking on the meals. And the meals were delicious. We're still ordering them every week within our food freedom. So head over to eatcooked.us and you can use the code Emily Nichols 15 to receive 15% off your first order and then Emily Nichols 5 for every order after that to receive 5% off your meals. So go check out eatcooked.us and let me know your favorite cooked meal that you receive. You're going to love it. My biggest takeaway was that food really did affect how I felt. I didn't realize like on days when I would feel like super bloated, sometimes I would chalk it up to like one meal I ate the day before, or maybe my cycle was coming up. And then just to be on whole 30, especially when you get past like that first two weeks and you're just like, man, I feel like amazing. Like I woke up this morning and I just like had the energy to go running, right? Without coffee. Sometimes I need like a shot of espresso to get that energy going or like my sleep is so much better, you know? Um, it's just like a lot my skin like it's just like I just hope 30 like the non-scale victories right mm -hmm. it wasn't really in the beginning I want to say maybe when I first did it I was thinking weight loss but sure. then after it was just kind of like how I felt in general right not being bloated not feeling fatigued not feeling short-tempered you know just feeling overall well feeling good and not feeling like I'm battling with food yes Exactly. I love that you brought up non-scale victories because that's a big part of the whole 30 is not focusing on the scale. I mean, we get rid of the scale for 30 days. And sometimes I think that's mm -hmm. the hardest thing yeah. for folks <laughs> to do during the whole 30 because we get so attached to that number and weighing ourselves. But, you know, when you, when you start feeling that energy, you realize maybe sometimes how much energy you were lacking or like, oh, well, maybe some of the skin issues I was having was because of this or that. Exactly. It's, it's amazing what you can learn just about your body. Yes. Cause I actually suffered from acne. I had acne really bad. And so when I did whole 30 in June, um, cause this is around the time when, you know, we're wearing masks now because I work in a clinic, mm -hmm. I had to wear masks basically from 8am to 5pm. And so my acne was really like on overload. And so after when I was doing Whole30 and then did the reintroduction process, I realized that it was like dairy, gluten, and sugar that activated my acne. So just by continuing to cut that out or limiting it, it helped keep my skin like healthier. Yeah. And that's key. You did the reintroduction. Right. Right. <laughs> You did the reintroduction and figured out a lot of folks skip that part. I did my first whole 30. I admit it. I've talked yeah. about it plenty of times for sure. Um, do you feel like the whole 30 is easier now that you've done a couple of rounds or do you feel like it's lost some of that magic? Do you feel like it's easier to give up or do you feel like it's easier to keep going? I think it's easier to keep going because you, you know, you already know the benefits you have gotten or achieved from Whole30. And so it's kind of like looking forward. Um, and then it just, it's gotten easier definitely over time because there's more resources available. 
Um, it's easier to find like a coffee creamer, which I feel like when I did it in 2017, I just cut out coffee in general because I didn't have anything to, you know, make my black coffee taste better, you know? And I just think all the different options, the fact that like now emergency meals, like whether you go to Chipotle now, which, you know, all those are available. So it actually makes Whole30 a little bit easier. Absolutely. I totally agree. Totally agree. Mm -hmm. So what does your food freedom look like now when you're not doing a whole 30? So when I'm not doing actively doing a challenge, if I'm cooking, I am more likely, I'm most likely cooking whole 30. Right. Um, It's just, it's really hard to like flip back mainly because my pantry has everything whole 30 by that time. Right. And I just restocked up on it. Um, So I probably, when I'm not doing a whole 30, I maybe like 70, 80% Whole30, 20, 30% not Whole30. So if I go to a restaurant, I probably won't be too strict about like, hey, does that have sugar? Does that have dairy? You know, and I'm more, but then at the same time, I make better food choices when I go to restaurants. I'm less likely to get that dish that has a lot of gravy or um, has a lot of cheese. You know, I'm more likely to choose the sauteed veggies over the, you know, fries. And so that's kind of like, where Whole30 has kind of changed my mindset when it comes to food. Cause I know like as great as those fries are, I'm going to feel like really like sluggish or bloated the next day. And that's not what I want. Yeah. Yeah. And that takes time. I think sometimes folks think they do one round of Whole30 and they're like, I'm going to, you know, live in my food freedom. I'm going to be mindful from here on out, but it mm-hmm. takes time to figure that out. It does. To- lose the guilt sometimes we associate with food like like oh I'm gonna have dessert and like oh I feel so I was so bad for having yeah exactly exactly lose that I mean enjoy Mm -hmm. it and if you feel bloated the next day then you know and then move on right Mm -hmm. yeah I agree I completely agree so what is so say someone's listening today and they're thinking okay, I want to give Whole30 a try. What would be your number one piece of advice before they start their Whole30? Get mentally prepared. (laughs) Because I feel like if you're not in the mental mindset, it would be easier to give up when there's an obstacle or a temptation that comes your way. Um, Because there will be. Um, I think like last weekend, I'm doing Whole30 now. Last weekend, my best friend got married. Um, and it was a traditional Nigerian wedding, meaning there's traditional Nigerian food, open bar, you know? And so I had to bring snacks ready. I had to make sure I had water. Um, my friend knew I was doing Whole30. So she had her brother bring me Chipotle for dinner because I couldn't eat the food, you know, like, and so that's, she's not doing Whole30. She knows I'm doing Whole30. So she was supportive in that way. For me, I thought I just wasn't going to eat that day. (laughs) So so, um, get mentally prepared. Yeah. (laughs) I say mental preparation is key. And then once you have set in your mind, you want to do Whole30, know your why, you know, so that can be your motivating factor. Um, And then I would say the second thing is get a team of people or a person to support you during that journey. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely it's such a mental trip doing the whole 30. It's such a mental trip. It really really is. It's an emotional roller coaster. You get, you know, the calendar and timeline is real. Like (laughs) exactly like on the days you're going to feel like you want to kill all the things Mm -hmm. or you're feeling just sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just like wanting to, you know, give up, you know, 
I love that you said focusing back on your why, because that will definitely get you to the end and then into your reintroduction. Don't skip that part (laughs) to really just have that big breakthrough in regards to the way you eat. So Karen, thank you so much for this conversation. You're such a great talking with you and getting to know you. Where can everyone connect with you all online? And I'm going to try out some amazing recipes you guys have just posted this week. So you can find us on Instagram, Black Girls Who Hold 30. Um, Right now we are super active because we're currently doing a challenge, but we try to at least post something that we've cooked or something that we've seen at least like weekly when we're not um, actively doing anything. DM us. We are, we love to connect. If you're looking for any recipes, hit us up in the DM and we'll definitely send you some ideas. Awesome. And I'll make sure to include some links in the show notes as well. So Karen, thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you for having me. Along and everyone else will too. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks, Karen, so much for this conversation. Gang, didn't you love this interview so much? I could have kept talking to Karen forever and ever. But like I said at the beginning of the episode, I hope you had a pen and paper handy. Rewind it back if you didn't and go take some notes because she had some really juicy tips to help you have a successful Whole30. So let me share my three biggest takeaways with you from this episode with Karen from Black Girls Who Whole30. So number one, community is everything when doing the Whole30. Having some type of accountability, whether that be a Whole30 certified coach like myself, a friend, a partner, your spouse, whoever, to help you get through your whole 30 is going to help you get to day 31 and your reintroduction for sure. I know I wouldn't have finished my whole 30 by myself if I didn't do it with my husband. Now, like I mentioned in the episode, sometimes doing something like this with your husband might not be a good fix. If he's like, babe, put the cookie down, you may be like, whatever, I'm going to eat the cookie. So make sure it's someone who... um you'll really truly be accountable to. You know, she's been able to do that with her group of friends and now they're inspiring other people do to do the same thing on their Instagram account, which I love that so much. So that's a huge number one tip to help you have a successful Whole30. Number two, I loved how um, Karen is still able to honor her culture and through food, but with just simple swaps. You know what I mean? Just reading your labels and thinking, okay, well, I can use this instead of that. And once you get that established in your pantry, it makes it life a little bit easier. As you're putting together recipes after your Whole30, you have you become like a label reading ninja, to tell you the truth. And you figure out ways to create some foods that really mean a lot to you, but can be a healthier version of it. So you can still enjoy food. Like Karen said, Whole30 is more than just having like salads. And you know, we can go a whole different direction with eating salads too than a healthier direction. But also, you know, sometimes folks are resistant to change like Karen mentioned. Sometimes, you know, someone may be like, well, this is the way we've always done this. So try to go into it with a positive outlook, maybe educating some folks in your family, helping them shift their mindset when it comes around food and be like, we can still create things that are honoring our culture, but are healthier for our bodies. You know what I mean? Like Karen mentioned how she's helping her patients and it's not just about weight. It's like looking at all of their blood work and all their numbers and watching how those improve as well. So honor your culture, honor where you've been from where you come from as far as with food, but you can do that with simple swaps and still be able to enjoy that. 
And then number three, I think this was something really important and something I stress a lot with my Whole30 clients. You know, I have a girl that, a girlfriend who just went through um, Self-Transform You and she's wanting to do the Whole30 next. And she's like, you know, I have a lot going on. I'm going to be traveling doing this. I'm like, well, don't do the Whole30 right now. Wait and do it when it makes more sense into your life where it's not going to be as hard. So don't do it during an inconvenient time of your life. You know, Karen mentioned doing it her first time during her residency and by herself. And it just wasn't enjoyable. You're more likely to stop your whole 30 and not make it all the way through the end. So anything you can do to make it more easy, I would highly, highly suggest that. You know, getting an accountability partner, like we mentioned, there's so many wonderful whole 30 approved products out there, which makes it a bit easier. And what this is all about, you know, you are changing what you put on your plate for 30 days, but this is all about healthy habits. Habits is the key word here. You know how I love to talk about habits. It's like the keystone of self-transform you, my signature program. What you are doing is you are evaluating your habits and relationship around food. We talked about this more on last week's episode and provided some tips to help you do this. But when you're thinking about your whole 30, this is about changing your whole habits and relationship around food. Okay, so might as well set yourself up for success. Pick a time of year where it's going to be easy to do it and take advantage of some of these products out there that make your life a little bit easier when doing your Whole30. So Karen, thank you again so much for this conversation. Gang, if you want to go check out Black Girls Who Whole30, I will link their Instagram account for you below. Like I said, be prepared to want to write down some recipes and feel hungry after (laughs) looking at their account. Okay, so as a reminder, you can go to bit.ly slash Whole30 anytime if you're interested in checking out the Whole30 anytime course. You can use the code JULYWHOLE30 and get 50 bucks off. And I'll see you in my free Facebook group for my mini workshop on the 21st at 9 a.m. Eastern. You can go to bit.ly slash fam to check that out. Go ahead and join now because you can check out in the guide section previous worksheets and workshops that I have created for you to help you redefine self-care and help take care of yourself through simple fitness, nutrition, and mindset habits. All right, friend, happy whole 30. I will see you next time on Self Transform. Hey girl, real quick before you go, if you love today's show and know your girlfriends need to hear this message too, then grab a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Emily Nichols 22 because the more mamas out there hearing this message, the more empowered we'll all feel to take care of ourselves so we can pour from a full cup. Or the number one way you can thank me for this podcast is to leave a rating and review in iTunes. That way, more mamas will find the show here too. Love you and appreciate you, girlfriends. See you next time.